0: hi i'm beth and i'm leslie and welcome to quince a little sweet a little tart and a little unexpected it's thursday september 24th 2015 and the word of the day is journey. What a wonderful word. It's a who, great word. Who picked that one? You did. I did.
1: Yes. Ah. Um, so, what does journey mean to you?
0: Journey means so many things from the actual literal sense of taking a trip and being adventuresome to the internal journeys that we all go through.
1: Yeah, that's uh, one thing I've been big on, uh, you know, most of my adult life is journeys, internal searching. I know some people that are much better at it than me, and I admire their bravery.
0: Absolutely. To, people to
1: face yourself.
0: <laughs> right. Meditation yeah. journeys, and right, pursuing education, just all kinds of journeys. Yep.
1: lots of other things to do. And, of course, we have the journeys to where we got, to, how we got to where we are in life. Everybody can think about that.
0: That would be a good question for my writing classes, it really wouldn't would. it? It
1: would. Yep. Yeah. What mm-hmm. is your journey?
0: Well, when I was thinking about projects and things that we talk about at the beginning of our, our podcast, um... I don't really have anything too big going on right now, but I was thinking of the journey I've been taking since the middle of March when my retina detached from That's my eye. That's a big eye. journey. <laughs> a very big change in, in my life and how that led me to my first surgeries ever.
1: Very first surgery. Yes. Wow. Yes. I had Not been even appendix?
0: Nothing. nothing i had my baby at home so (laughs) (laughs) yes i had been in the hospital one time when i was 22 for uh, spinal meningitis but i had never had surgery or just needed that kind of emergency treatment wow so it has been very interesting um and for the first surgery, not to work, and then to have to go back and then to have a third one, and how it's made me humbled and dependent on other people, and you know Leslie, we're both very independent old cusses, you know <laughs> that it's it's tough to be in that position, but people have been so kind, oh, yes. overwhelmingly,
1: absolutely,
0: in this community, at my church, at both my jobs, mm-hmm. uh, and my family, coming from West Virginia, and Florida, and North and, Carolina. They're dealing with
1: their own medical issues in the middle of right.
0: things. And right.
1: You, you, sometimes your journey takes a side trip that you don't really, and this is kind of a, Unexpected side trip for you, too. Yes. You know, but the the, the thing for me would be the vulnerability. Yes. I have a real hard time with showing vulnerability. I have to be tough. I have to be the one in charge and deal with it all. And when I'm not there, that is something, that was one of my big weaknesses. Yes. I just don't want to seem vulnerable.
0: Well, and that's because we do live alone. We are yeah. vulnerable yes, we in a way. Are. Our our independence. And that that was very frightening. Sure. Yes. I can understand
1: that. Like I say, I admire people that are honest about things like this because mm-hmm. it is you know, it's tough to show this part of how difficult it is.
0: And putting your your vision, your health into the hands of a surgeon you don't know? (laughs) That I don't know. What did I know about eye centers? You know, nothing, nothing. I mean, I've always worn glasses since I was eight. So, Uh you know, the eye doctor was a part of my routine. Um, At least there was that. Yeah. But Dr. Hartraff, who I go to from um, Roanoke, is just a wonderful person and has... We've been reassuring and just right over, right over me.
1: Yeah, I you know a, your journey's not done. You still have some still,
0: more. To exactly, deal with. Yeah. exactly, and get to work with my local doctor, Doctor Gonzalez, who is such a sweet, just very I hear kind good person.
1: About
0: him, yeah. mm-hmm. So we're lucky. Sure, yeah. Yes,
1: we are really lucky. Uh, I do hear some uh, very few negative things about the uh, quality of health care we have here. Um, Occasionally I hear people thinking that we need more, but actually the quality of health care we have for such a rural area is really good.
0: We do have to travel.
1: Yeah, we do have to travel some, but still, you know, we don't have to go four hours. Right. You know, I'm sure people further uh, west and southwest Virginia probably have to go a lot further than we do for the same quality care. And um, you know they may they may have more in Tennessee or whatever, but yeah. So we're lucky to have what we have as close as we have.
0: Yeah, to choose to choose to live a rural lifestyle. A lot of people who retire, that is what keeps them from choosing that. And I used to always think. That would not stop me, yeah. you know. Of course, I'm 58, that in-between age where I still, up until this, had never had anything right. happen that made me question.
1: Right, but you know, we have, we do have a very supportive community here. Mm. I mean, people, Saint Catherine. Uh, yes, but yes. <laughs> people do. I mean, um, the the one. Well, when Ruthie got sick, was it Ruthie or Catherine? yes. Yes, people my sister. People were just flocking to, yes. you know, in, in the space of like, uh, you put up, I need, uh, may need a ride. And it's like 30 people, before I could even punch in <laughs> my answer, 30 people had <laughs> you know, leaped on uh, volunteering to, to help you. So uh, so we do have a really good uh, supportive community here. So, and Of course, my family is here. hmm for for me, you know, my mom is like always in my corner. She may not always totally approve of what I do, ah, <laughs> uh, but she's
0: your mom. But she's
1: totally in my corner all, every step of the way. You Absolutely, know, I, yes. and she'll do anything that she's able yes. to help me out. Of
0: and you have a few cousins I have around,
1: tons there. and tons of, and great friends, you know. Um, so so we are we are lucky in a lot of ways in this. To, to be alone, we're not really alone.
0: Oh no, no, <laughs> no! And the churches, yes, um, yeah. You know that's there. Obviously, there's a whole lot of choices of of churches for oh, being yeah. a small community. I wouldn't even want to guess how many churches I have no are. Idea, but you know
1: they're all um, supportive and helpful of their their people and people outside. Yes. You know, uh, outside of their communities, they're also, uh, I'm not sure which churches they are, but there's been several, like, uh, at my neighbor's house, a group came in and cleaned up her yard. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think it was her church, I think it was a church that came to help her out. Right,
0: right. I believe that was the Methodist parish. Yeah. I mean, from... Patrick County. Yeah,
1: maybe. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I wasn't sure which group they were, but they came in and it's like 20 people and just went in and made a, did a beautiful job mm-hmm. taking care of things. Because, you know, as, as people get older, it's harder and harder to deal with those things.
0: And a food pantry. Yeah. Up here that's they have located yeah. at a church, but lots of churches contribute yeah. to
1: yeah. it. Yeah, and this and private people also help with mm-hmm. that, too. So, yeah, we'll... We, uh, Aren't hanging out too far into the. <laughs>
0: a lot of people helping each other on their journey. On
1: their journey. So
0: how about you? What are what is a journey project? Oh
1: uh, uh, well, um, I was thinking. You know, uh, last month our last uh, session, we sort of talked a little bit about comparative mythology.
0: That's right.
1: Uh, that used to be something I was huge into. And then life got complicated and work got complicated. Uh, one of my favorite themes was the hero's journey. Uh, it, it, um, a person from a community or a society goes out into a adventure and brings back a boon. Oh, brings back something that, um benefits the community basically that's uh that's what the uh the theme is and it's it's in uh native american um it's in greek um it's it's in all kinds of different um mythologies and uh, of course the fellow that wrote the book was Joseph Campbell who right. was kind of um really popular for there for a little while and um he did um i think it was pbs did this thing on star wars how that's the hero's journey you know that he goes out and and of course as the person a representative of the community goes out he is changed by this um experience so there's a personal journey as well as a journey to help the community and it's it's kind of a basis well um Tolkien was the one that kind of invented mm-hmm. the um the fantasy genre. Uh a lot of fantasy I see are kind of poor copies of um Tolkien and if somebody gets something really original, it's it's wonderful
0: when it happens. <laughs> Absol- oh, and that one, my goodness! Yeah, yeah. well, and C.S. Lewis, in a yeah. way, started it with the Lion, the Witch, and the exactly. Wardrobe, yep. too. And so
1: you know that it's it's people stepping out of their comfort zone, right, into situations that are well. You go back all the way to Gilgamesh
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, Beowulf. Right. You know, those are the same type things. They're, they're going into, they're uh, helping the community, but they're going into situations that change them personally.
0: Several biblical characters, yes. uh-huh. too, yeah. that I can think of.
1: Well, you know, Moses to the mountain.
0: Right.
1: Uh, uh Jacob on the ladder. Uh, was it Jacob that wrestled the angel?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And um, I need to get back to all this stuff and get my brain working again. <laughs> ah,
0: well, that might be a good winter's journey yeah, for you. Yeah, it was a good
1: winter's journey. But uh, that is one uh, thing. The mythology's always been something. I remember when I was a kid, uh, Daddy going fishing and me taking a book. And it was usually mythology. And he'd stick me up in a tree and go fishing down the uh, down the river. You know, he flyfished. fly fished. So we don't have huge rivers here. And I would sit and read until he came back.
0: What a wonderful memory. It
1: was great. One time we were I was sitting by this what they called the long hole. It was a old mill. It was near your property.
0: Mm-hmm. Or yes, I,
1: Meadow. I, right, I Meadow. know
0: right where you yeah. right where you mean. So I was
1: so sitting up in a tree and reading, and two of my cousins came along. And of course finding a girl in a the tree, they thought it was funny. We were all I was probably Ten or so, and they were early teens. So they're talking to me, you know. And Dad had gone up the river. I heard him come flying, splashing down the middle of the river because he heard men's voices. And he left his little girl up in the tree. <laughs> 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 fishing too. So um, And
0: now I think there's mostly bears back yeah, in Yeah, I didn't old... have to
1: worry about bears and, and beaver and stuff. I don't know if there's beaver, but yeah, I haven't been back there in a long, long time. So um,
0: It's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful trail.
1: It really is. And uh, our uh, great-great-grandfather had a mill on that. That's why the long hole it was where the mill was
0: now, would that have been your connection to Ruth Jean? yeah, that's
1: that's our common ancestor, yeah, because her mother was my grandfather's aunt,
0: okay, <laughs> I'm telling you all you mountain people, and yeah, we know we know
1: all that stuff.
0: It is so nice. Yeah. that's fun to hear,
1: yeah, so that's our idea about journeys um i don't have anything really for a little sweet which is when we talk about projects because i'm still working on kathleen's sweater and i ran into a little snag i need to get a picture of it up it, it, the color is beautiful kathleen picked the color and asked me to make create the color and but i ran into a little snag when i was making the sleeve i didn't make it quite big enough so i had to Pull it back and and redo that. So that's sort of the journey of the sweater, um, type thing. And so I'm gonna to have to finagle that a little bit, but it'll be okay.
0: I admire that in knitters, that they just say, "Oh, I needed to unravel and yeah, do that, just yank it
1: out." Uh-huh. <laughs> but you can. It doesn't hurt the yarn. It's if you're an artist and you mess up, you know, it's um, you mess up and you have to make birds out of it like that. um, uh, Who was the guy that was on PBS that uh, he would make a bird out of a mistake?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: know. Years and years ago, there was this fellow that taught painting on PBS. Oh,
0: yes, I do know who you mean. And
1: somebody said, um, yeah, look, we'll just make that into a bird. (laughs) (laughs) With every
0: mistake.
1: (laughs) Somebody somebody tell us who that was uh, uh, that remembers it better than me because I really... When he was on, that that was boring to me because I was little. Right. And I didn't pay any attention. But I remember him, you know, with with a fall scene or something. He did a lot of landscape.
0: They could do it so quickly.
1: Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, you just unravel and start again. And I've seen people pull out entire projects Oh, my. And to start over again because well, it didn't work out.
0: In a way, it's like writing and yeah. sitting down and doing a rewrite. Yeah. As mm-hmm. a matter of fact, I think we'll move into, if it's okay. Yeah, that's a little tart. Uh-huh, that I have a, a book, a couple books here yeah. to talk about. And the first one is called Blue Highways, A Journey into America. By William Lee Heatman. Who you know. Whom I do. I do. Yeah, I do happens. know him. Well, he said he rewrote this book, I believe it was seven times. Wow. Yes, and got many rejection letters.
1: Because yeah, it really feels kind of immediate and, um, you know, like you're there.
0: Absolutely. Interesting. Well, and then, of course, now thirty some years later. Oh wait, more than that. It came out in nineteen eighty two. Right. So yeah, now we're <laughs> oh my goodness, we're talking 40, 40 years well wow. yep. later coming up. Yep. It still is you can always buy it in yep. a bookstore.
1: It's a, it's a wonderful it's a book. classic. Yeah. I remember mine used to be right up there on that shelf. And <laughs> I would read it. You know, every couple of years, mm-hmm. it's a good
0: one for yeah, rereads,
1: definitely.
0: And even though the journey, his journey, took place in 1978, yeah. and then the book came out in 1982, it's it is a true classic because mm-hmm. it is timeless. Yeah,
1: yeah totally. Yeah, his experiences—you can imagine them happening still. Traveling,
0: traveling yeah. across America, and going on the back roads into small towns. He used to judge where he would eat lunch by how many calendars they had on their walls. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. back in the days when <laughs> local places gave out calendars. Gave you out know, food. the funeral home, the drugstore, oh, sure. yeah. the mercantile,
1: the Raymonds. Everybody had to have a Raymonds. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yes. Yep. That's so. interesting. Uh-huh. The huh um, A couple of years ago, I had a couch surfer. We called him Walking Man. Oh, I remember. Yeah, and he um, started in Virginia Beach and went all the way to San Francisco. Uh, it was January when he hit. Uh, Nightly was still small, so I guess it was a couple of years ago. And um, it was January when he got... To a friend of mine's in Farham and she put on Facebook, Could you um you know, could somebody help him? He's gonna go through either Floyd or Madison Dan, well I went in and I sent her a private message and said, Do you suppose um it would be okay if he stayed with me, single, you know. Would, would he be, feel comfortable? And she wrote back and said, well, we're not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, yes, said to Dimon. Well, he showed up that evening, and uh, nice, nice young man. Very nice young man. I was not a bit uncomfortable at all. Well, the next morning when he got up, it was zero.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And he was planning to head, south, head west in, onto the plat- and stay on the plateau, and go to um, the Appalachian Trail and go down.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes,
1: yeah. And um, so I kind of took him around. Daddy took us out to supper. He had to stay an extra day. There was no way I could let him leave. Uh, he had um, special uh, equipment or special uh, stuff. that was rated to like 15 above zero. He right. never thought in Virginia he would get zero degree weather.
0: And then the wind chill.
1: Yeah, exactly. So... Um, He went up to, people asked me about him for months afterwards up in town. He went up in town and he was asking people things and uh, we finally decided he needed to go to Mount Airy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and get off the top of this mountain as quick as he could. So the next morning he took off. He had a website, I think it was mikeswalk.com and so I followed him for the rest of the walk and uh, he made it to San Francisco and, and I think he was like two weeks early when he actually got there. Wow. But he had started at this particular time because it was going to be so hot in uh he was going through Death Valley, and it was going to be so hot if he didn't get there at a particular time so um so that his his journey sort of reminded me of a couple of these books
0: absolutely well the other another one that I have, and we might as well we don't have to flow we can yeah. jump around yes yeah, that's, that's fun. Was Peter Jenkins' book "A Walk Across America"? Yeah,
1: that was another of my favorites back then. That was during our restless years when those came out. Sure, and those our I 20s. Just loved those. Yeah, uh-huh. we in our early twenties and feeling because I wound up in Maine in that time period eventually, and for different reasons. But uh, but these books really appealed.
0: Oh, I loved. Yeah. I loved reading that. And then he had a second one about walking across America. And then he went to China. And that was fascinating. Um, and when I I actually got to meet him, that was the joy of working at Books A Million yeah. in, down in Florida. I got to meet a lot of authors. And he says, Beth, explore with me. That's when he signed Aww. his book called along the edge of america and he was actually in a boat during the gulf coast oh i bet that was the interesting. whole yeah it's a very interesting book and you know heat moon also besides blue highways he wrote one it was called river horse and he oh, crossed oh it's it's a wonderful one mm-hmm. and it's about crossing all of America by boat. Oh,
1: I so thought that was interesting. He
0: started in at the Hudson, uh-huh. and then he, you know, he had a specific boat that got him, you know, through the St. Lawrence, uh, down through Lake Erie, mm-hmm. down Going the, the locks Allegheny. Yes, yeah. yes, Allegheny into the Ohio, and wow. you know, it's quite fascinating. And River Horse was the name uh-huh. of his. It had an Indian, Native American connotation. But he also talked about those times then when he had to have a canoe, and they had the portage, um, but just the whole trip, and it's quite good. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put links to all these books. And you have one more there. I do. This one was called Blue Highways Revisited. And at the 30 year mark in 2002, I guess it was, um, Edgar Ayler and his son Edgar Ayler fourth wow. went to all the places that Heat Moon went to in Blue Highways and took modern post uh, pictures, photographs wow. of all the little towns everywhere that he talked about.
1: Wonderful. Yes,
0: and Heatman wrote the foreword to this yeah. book saying it's still there. Yeah. I don't know how long it will last, right. but right now, America still has these spots.
1: Yeah. Sense of discovery. Yes. Wow.
0: So it's a beautiful, yeah. That's a beautiful, beautiful book. You're you're welcome to borrow it. Yeah,
1: that's a lovely book.
0: And I'm, you know, I'm a Heat Moon fan, (laughs) so I I have all his books. He wrote about Columbus. He also wrote one, um, called Prairie Earth, which was a hard one to get through. It's about Kansas, one county in Kansas, and the soil, and I had a hard time reading it. But I started listening to it on tape in the car, Uh and it's beautiful. It's beautiful.
1: We have a friend um, that grew up here that is now in Kansas, and she's very active. Uh, Well, I have a friend, and uh, she's very active in the historical uh, side of things. Um, One time she called me, and she interviewed me for a radio show. Her name's Deb Goodrich. And Deb, I hope you're listening. If you're not, I'm going to make you. Uh, but she does some fascinating <laughs> stuff, and you know, I never knew how deep the history of Kansas was until I really started paying attention to what she was doing. And Certainly
0: during the Civil War.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting. So, um, so that it, it, um, and of course she's in, she's into a lot of other things that are going on, and so that I think I would be interested in seeing that one too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds very yes. interesting.
0: And, he had, and then he wrote one called The Roads to Quas, uh-huh. and it was all these Q words. So when I, I did write and tell him that we had a podcast named Quince. Oh, okay. <laughs> with a Q. <laughs> so, yes. And then he has another one, I think it's called Here, There, and Everywhere. Yeah. Yes. And uh-huh. they're just filled with stories. Both yeah. of those books are. Oh, yeah. Well, we Within America.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to get back into that. Because I remember reading... Well, I, I still have my copy of uh, Blue Highway. Uh, and I pull that out every so often. But I'm going to have to get a little bit more venturesome and get some new William
0: Least Heat, Heat Moon. Moon. See, his father was called Heat Moon. Uh-huh. And his next brother was Little Heat Moon. So what was left was least. Leased. Interesting. <laughs> hmm Yeah. His um, real name is William Trogdon.
1: Okay. And uh, what is his uh, heritage?
0: Um. Native American and yeah. Irish. Yeah. And he's Osage.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was wondering what mm-hmm. background. Interesting. Yes. Missouri. Yeah. Missouri. All right. Well, we're going to move on because we're getting... This is probably our longest podcast so far. But we have one more thing we want to talk about for a little unexpected. We had a wonderful meal.
0: Yes, this we did. Evening.
1: We had a rare t- chance to go out to dinner together. Now, we went to the Crooked Road Cafe in uh, at the Cochrane Mill Complex in Meadows of Dan. Had a wonderful time.
0: Oh, what a great cow zone.
1: Had a great cow zone, saw lots of friends and relatives and uh had Sadie uh wait on us and
0: Omar did Omar the did cooking the
1: cooking <laughs> and they have a lovely place. It's an old mill. Uh it's on the National Historic Register. Mm-hmm. It belonged to the Kakum family, C O C K R A M family. Went out of the family for a considerable period of time. During the 60s, um, there was a um, tourist attraction there, basically. Uh, the a fellow that owned it um, redid the mill in beautiful woodwork and um, actually used it. It was a turbine mill, I think. Um, and people that know that stuff know better than me. But uh, it had a mill pond and it had a store, and they had a boat, a riverboat, that they would take you. It was less than half a mile. They would take you up the uh, Mill Pond and back on it,
0: and people just flocked. Well, it was a big boat. I've seen yeah, pictures it was cute. and postcards. Yeah, the Dan River Queen. Yeah,
1: you could. They would. Uh, uh, the gentleman that owned it, uh, his name was Shirley Mitchell, and he was a businessman in North Carolina, and uh, he would have meetings. I think on it. It was big enough that they had like a salon inside. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a whole lot about it because I was pretty young when it was going on, but I think it ran until like in the 80s. Um, and um, so anyway, the, this complex uh, was there and um, then he got his health failed and different things happened and it, somebody else bought it and didn't really do anything with it and different things happened and now it's back in the family. Yes. The Cockham family has uh, bought it and they've opened a restaurant Um the restaurant is actually inside the mill building and it's really, really nice. They have music there most Fridays and Saturdays I think and some, sometimes on Sunday. I'm not sure if they still do that or not. But the food is fantastic, the uh ambiance is wonderful and mm-hmm. the people are just sweet as they can be. And it's about half a mile out of Madison sedan proper. Yeah. It is. Of downtown Madison Dam.
0: Right. Yeah. Just, it's just wonderful that we have some choices.
1: Yeah, absolutely we do. We have Janie's Cafe up here. It's really good. Uh, we have a barbecue place right in town. We have um, Chateau Morset and uh, Woodbury Inn.
0: Mm-hmm. Primland, Primland. If anybody out there wants to take me to dinner.
1: Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then I think Old Mill has a restaurant too.
0: Oh yes, I ate there.
1: Yeah. I yeah. ate
0: there two weeks ago and I, I I'll tell you, but don't tell anyone else, I wore two different shoes and it wasn't <laughs> until I was there. Luckily I was meeting my wild women Oh friends, well that was okay. <laughs> so they just roared. Of course, that's <laughs> no problem. Well they were both black.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. My socks rarely match anymore. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and we have poor farmers market for poor good deli sandwiches. For, uh,
1: deli, yeah. So
0: and yeah. Nancy's candy for dessert. Yeah,
1: Nancy's so. candy for dessert. So yeah, we have a lot. Oh, and Mabry Mill.
0: Oh, of course.
1: Yeah, Mabry Mill through the summer is a very very popular place for buckwheat pancakes and uh, buttermilk pancakes. So so yeah, we do good for that. But Definitely the Crooked Road is a great place to go. Yes. And it's, you always see, well, we always see somebody we know. Oh, know. yes. So there's a lot of locals usually there. And it's on the Crooked Road, which is another thing about journeys. Uh, Virginia has its own um, music
0: trail. What a great idea yes. when somebody thought that up.
1: Yes, uh, I will I think tell the story was... about who I think. Made up, the, made up the crooked road, but um, well, I well, a little bit. Ted, uh, Todd Christensen was one of the
0: people that was behind uh, it, and and, and a Hint's, real mover. Uh, Hensel Henselwood Hensel, oh, he's a wonderful fella that was with the Kelta Billies, yeah, and he really worked hard yeah, to and, have and that. Mr. Done. Boucher,
1: who was our um. Rick Bowser, yes, was our congressman. Yeah, congressman. He was huge in it. So this happened. I guess it was about ten years ago now. Mm -hmm. This brilliant idea disrupted, and people took it and ran with it. Well, Patrick County is on it. Uh, It's uh, called Virginia's Heritage Music Trail. There are venues that are like big venues. Uh, Floyd Country Store is our closest one, I think. Uh, But there are large venues that go all the way out to the um, I guess Cumberland Gap. Mm-hmm. The,
0: starts in Rocky Mount.
1: Yeah, starts in Rocky Mount. In Franklin
0: Mount. County. Yeah,
1: and well, uh, that, um, Fairham may have a big,
0: mm-hmm. uh, a bigger venue there too. But, well, yeah. Rocky Mount just started with their this music center. They have been having huge names. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so there's, um, so it's really, really cool. Um, but there's also little venues like the Crooked Road. Yes. that have uh, music that are promoted. It's the crookedroad.org, I think. But I'll put a uh, link. And we have been written uh, up in magazines from um, the New Yorker to British magazines. They have, we have sent representatives to Scotland a couple of times on tour of the people of the music, the roots music of this area. Uh it's not just bluegrass. No, believe no. It or not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's
0: all kinds and I I have people who stop at the Reynolds homestead or at Nancy's and couples, maybe even families, and they say we're traveling the crooked, the crooked roads. Right. Starting yep. in Rocky Mountain, going all You're the way all out the way. to the Carter yep. compound.
1: Yeah, and finding music all the way. There's mm-hmm. um um, the website's kind of interactive, and I think you can, like, find different things. What a fun journey. It's a great journey. It's, it's, well, we
0: have the Music Center right here yeah. on the parkway. It's about 30 miles south right, of here yeah. that has become quite Yeah, yeah, quite they have well something
1: known. almost every, I, don't know, I think they have something almost every weekend in the mm-hmm. summer, mm-hmm. if not every weekend. So they've had some really big deals kind of happen. So, um, I
0: remember seeing Doc yeah. Watson there yeah. about 10, 12 years oh, ago, yeah. and I said, This is heaven. This yeah. is just and it's a beautiful amazing.
1: Location. Mm-hmm. So the Crooked Road. Virginia's Heritage Music Trail. I have a sign up behind your back that I can look at to remind me what they call <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> And that's the sign that's all, all over, over the road. Yeah. So. And there
1: are little kiosks uh, in the various communities. There's one here in Meadows of Dan. You can park in front of it and tune your radio to what the little sign says. And you can hear a little story about the music in, the, in this immediate area. Um, which
0: they're talking about your brother they Sammy. Talk about, yeah, they talk about
1: <laughs> Sammy. They talk about the Sheelers and the Bristol Sessions, which back in the twenties, I guess, um, people went to Bristol, to a recording studio from the, uh, and it's really how we got discovered. Um, they went to Brist, They took local musicians went to Bristol and got recorded by this project. Well, I don't think it was really a really project. I think it was a commercial thing. I need to look it up. But um and so those recordings are still in existence of uh my um cousins who um really influenced Sammy's music a lot when he was little. I'm pretty sure he would say that. And um that uh they were the Blackards and the Sheelers. And, but there's tons of music in this area, tons of different kinds of talent.
0: Everywhere you turn.
1: Everywhere you turn. And I grew up with listening to uh, "Rolling in My Sweet Baby's Arms" at the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> the things I heard at my grandparents' kitchen table or my grandfather's kitchen table um, probably would be appalling to some people now. You know. Well,
0: that's one thing where I work at the Reynolds Homestead. We have the Second Sunday Music Series yeah. that starts in December and goes through April, and bring in local talent. Yeah. And we're we're booked up for years oh, yeah. just with local talent. Yeah. We have jazz on the lawn that'll be coming up uh, in October, right? Uh, and that's nice because we try to bring things like jazz. Mm-hmm. Classical music at Christmas time. Yeah. Don't we don't get quite enough classical music? Well, I don't think yeah, there's so. Time,
1: yeah. uh, there's been some. Y'all did ballroom dancing
0: last. Yes, yeah, last week. weekend.
1: Yeah, which mm-hmm. so what well, sounded just wonderful to me. Yes. Uh, people do contra dancing in this area, mm-hmm. and uh, square dances and line popular. dancing. Yes, and yeah, different things like that, and uh, so you know it's all kind of. Uh, builds a sense of community and uh, the um, oh uh, Chateau Morset I think has music every Sunday.
0: Yes they do Yeah
1: it's called Sunday Sounds
0: Very popular.
1: And I think at Mabry Mill they still have music on Sundays Yes. You know the more old time So we have old time and we have the When Sammy plays with the Crooked Road he kind of does old time and I, I told the story about Sammy and the Crooked Road and all that last time so, I won't tell that again.
0: Yeah? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we may repeat ourselves once yeah, in a yeah, while, Leslie. Yeah, it's bound remember. to happen.
1: I can't remember if I told that story or not, because I tell that story all the time. So, anyway.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, if not, you go back and listen, and then you can tell it next
1: time. Yeah, I can tell it next time, if yes. if if the appropriate thing comes up. All right. We are, well, we're not too far
0: off, Um is there anything else about the Crooked Road or the Journey? I think we've done a fine job of covering it.
1: Covering it all?
0: Yes, I think we need to talk about our word for next time. Yes,
1: and I think we should let... Uh, well, actually, uh, we were thinking about letting someone um, suggest it. And today, on Facebook, somebody suggested the word. And yes. I'll find out who it was Um I think I know, but I'm not positive. And the word that she recommended
0: was fiber. There we go. And and then another person said, "Fiber. Do you mean textile or food?" Yeah. So there's all kinds yeah, of we things can go. <laughs> we that can we will that. take fiber into areas you never even knew
1: about. Exactly. And so, um, our show notes are at Um, quincepodcast.com. We welcome any kind of um, comments that you have. We're also on um, iTunes. It's easier to find us at iTunes if you put in one of our names, Leslie Sheeler or Beth Amund Ford, uh, because um, even though there's no other Quince podcast, there are episodes with Quince in them. So it makes it a little hard to find us. But if you put in one of our other names, the podcast will come up. Great. Yeah. And so we will see you in a couple of weeks.
0: All right. Thank you all.